Welcome to this edition of the Hello Lakeshore Podcast. We chat with nonprofits in Manitowoc County as well as individuals who make up the spirit of the Lakeshore. Now, here are Craig Dillon and Ashley Bender. Well, thank you for checking out this week's edition of Hello Lakeshore. I'm Craig. And this is Ash with United Way. Now, Ash, we have somebody brand new on the program today. The organization might not be new to us, but this lady is. Yes, yes. I'm super excited to have a guest here by the name of Jan Gronke. She is the brand new executive director for Hope House. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, so glad you're here. So glad you are with Hope House. Uh, We look forward to getting to know you today and happy to have you on Hello Lakeshore. Thank you. Now, how about a little bit of uh, background information on Jan here? I, you don't have to go into too much detail, but just, uh, you know. Yeah. You don't want me to start with when I was born. <laughs> you don't have to share anything embarrassing. Unless, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to. No, no, no. <laughs> so, historically, came to Mantuak in 89 and okay. owned the Birch Creek Inn, which was where Panera Bread sits right oh, now. Okay. And um, we sold that to a developer in 2017. Mm-hmm. So I have my husband retired, and I am now the new director at Hope House. I did apply for the position when I saw it listed in the jobs, you know, for the county. Mm-hmm. But I have been involved with Hope House as a donor and a volunteer for many years. That's what I was wondering, if yeah. if you had been there already. Okay. Yeah. When we owned the motel, we used to buy extra soaps, washcloths, towels, things like that, and donate them to Hope House. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice, very nice. And um, I'm assuming that was kind of a nice, smooth transition then, because you already had the connection, you're familiar with the organization, um, and for you to further support them by now leading the organization is really exciting for you. Yes, it is. It's a really exciting opportunity yeah. to do that, to be right in there working rather than from the outside. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you're super excited about, looking forward to as the executive director of Hope House? Always excited to help uh, individuals who are in our shelter finding mm-hmm. apartments and Hopefully, this in the next week or two, we'll have at least three families moving out of shelter, which is oh, wow. really, really good. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah so we're looking exciting. forward to that. Yeah. So that means we can help three more families. Right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. yes. How many do you house on average there usually? Well, we have 26 individuals is what we can house wow. at any one time. So that equals usually around seven families. Okay. Yeah, because we have seven rooms. Because your general mission there is uh, uh, shelter guidance to homeless families and individuals and help them to become self-sufficient once again. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Our 90-day shelter program assists them in getting the services that they need to get back on their own again. And would you be able to tell us a little bit more about what that might look like, either like on a day-to-day basis or just within those 90 days, what families um, or individuals, couples that are staying um, with Hope House might experience? Sure. We help them get with caseworker who helps them through whatever programs are available for them through the county or Mm -hmm. state, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't know. So we'll help them get hooked up with that. Daycare, if they're unemployed, we'll help them through the employment process give them the tools that they need to have a successful hire. Mm -hmm. And we just help them with everyday 
chores. They are responsible for learning how to keep a routine for themselves yeah. and their kids. Their, their children have to go to school when they're with us if they're of school age. Sure. And the Mantuak Public School District and Two Rivers and Mishkot have done an excellent job of allowing those children who are in our shelter to continue in the schools that they came from. Oh, fantastic. So that yeah. is really a nice thing that a lot of people don't right. realize happens. Because the shelter is located in Manitowoc, but right. they might have been in the same Mishikot or Two River School District. Right. So those kiddos are able to stay in the schools yeah. they were in, which is huge. So yeah. that's really awesome. It is. It keeps the routine for the children and helps yeah. minimize their trauma of being in shelter. Right. Not yeah. not 100% uprooted from right. their social circles, their friends, their teachers, things like that. So, yeah, which yeah. is really important that they keep their social circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. What are some of the other, uh, oh, I don't know, what would you call them, services, accommodations that you guys provide? Some of the other things that we provide, well, we have the case management, we mm-hmm. do the agency referrals, and we're always there if somebody wants to just talk. Okay. Sometimes all they need is just a, an ear, somebody just to listen to what they're feeling, what they're unsure about. You know, they'll ask us if we've ever had experience with some of those things. Sure. And, you know, so we try to help them by being an active listener and just being there for them. Yeah. You know, which yeah. sometimes is hard when you're trying to do other things. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know. sure. But yeah. we do do a lot of that. And we have a volunteer base that helps out a lot with reading to the children. Sure. We have um, life skills uh-huh. volunteers that come in and do cooking, baking. We have a bank that comes in, talks about budgeting. So we do a lot oh, nice. of things. Things that... You know, we just do. A lot of people, you'd be surprised, don't understand, and they don't know how to. They were never mm-hmm. taught. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So giving them kind of the wraparound service. It's not just Correct. a roof over their heads and a bed, you know, to sleep on at night. You're mm-hmm. more of that wraparound service to build skills and hopefully leads to independence. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, leading to self-sufficiency, like we talked about a couple of minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many, and you might have mentioned this, and I'm sorry if I'm asking you to repeat it, but how many do you have in shelter right now? 24. 24. So we are technically full. Okay. Yep. All seven rooms are filled. Which With a couple maybe on their way into their own place, um, which is exciting. You also have listed here a 2023 year in review mm-hmm. about some of the things you guys accomplished in 2023. Like, for instance... 22 families served, right? That's a lot of families. Yes, yes. it is. That's <laughs> yes. what I was going to say. Yeah, it's a lot of families that went through our 90-day program. Now, mind you, some of them may have left before the 90 days was up. Some mm-hmm. of them may have stayed a little longer, which unfortunately, and we could talk about this for hours. You're right. <laughs> some of them have to stay longer yeah. because there's not affordable apartments or you know houses for them to go to or yeah. houses or apartments that aren't big enough. Right. Because we're talking families that have sometimes more than three children. Right. Right. So it's hard to find a three or four bedroom apartment that's under a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. The affordability piece is yeah, the other huge. component to that. Five of the twenty-two families were unsheltered the night before entry, which means they were staying in a place not fit for habitation. Correct. That yeah. means they're sleeping in their car. Yeah. On somebody's porch. In a bush, yeah. wherever they could find shelter is where they were. 
just yeah. wherever it just seems like a place for shelter from I don't know the elements, wind, everything, and cold, whatever it might be. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, the warming shelter uh, takes adults; they don't take children. So if you have children and you have a car, you're in your car somewhere, right? Parked for the night, right? Or you're if you don't have a car, you might be in a park somewhere, mm-hmm. or on a porch, right? Somebody's yeah. garage. Right. Here's yeah. one that some people might not think of right away, too. There's people that uh, come to you that also have a chronic health condition or, or a disability that they're dealing with, too. Right. Sometimes they do. We don't take people who have alcohol or mm-hmm. drug you know, issues, and we don't accept women who might be fleeing from violence. We send those to encourage. Um, but we do have people who might for whatever reason, have a physical disability, or they may have other things, you know, with mental illness that is under medication control. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, and then to help them find housing that is appropriate for them. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And the services, because a lot of times they don't even know that there are services specially for them sure. outside of the normal, you know, services that are offered. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's a great first place for them to maybe start learning about and they what, do. Yeah, what they can connect <laughs> with. Yeah. yeah. Where are you guys located? We are on the 1000 block of 35th Street. So basically we're on the corner of Custard and 35th Street. Uh, what about contact information? I see you have hopehousemc.org for one thing. And that would be the easiest way to get a hold of any of us at Hope House is through the website or even info at the hopehouse.mc.org. And uh, as always, there's a need for volunteers and donations are incredibly helpful. What are some ways that people could maybe get involved and support Hope House? We really need volunteers right now. Since COVID, the volunteer base has never gotten back up to where it was. And we need volunteers because we are a 24-7 shelter. So we need people at night. We need people in the day. We need people weekends. And most of the volunteer hours, not to scare anyone, are only three hours. Sure. So, you know, and we could do two, too. We would just love to have people come and learn more about the shelter and volunteer there to help us keep things running. Because it takes a village. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. To do that. So the more people, the merrier. And we're always looking for donations because, you know, the, the guests that we have in shelter... They don't pay for any hygiene products. Sure. Um, you know, diapers are a big one. The the larger diapers for toddler sizes, the four, fives, and sixes, we go through those fast. Fast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. any of that. And if you're not sure, that's listed on our website or just give us a call and we can tell you. Yeah. You know. Jan Granke, the new executive director at Hope House. Hey, great meeting you. Thank you. Nice to meet you also. It was really nice to have you on the show and hope to have you back soon, Jan. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for this week. All right, Craig. I'll see you next week. Got it. Thanks for listening to Hello Lakeshore, brought to you each week by the United Way of Manitowoc and Seahafer Broadcasting.